And I remember listening to everything and listening to all the numbers and being like, okay, I can do this here and I can do this here. Um, and the good thing about the relationship I had with Miss Cochran is we were always on the same level. Um, I agree. Yeah, yeah, and it was weird. And we just had that. Con and like, she's like, well, what do you have in mind for this? And I would say, well, I kind of think like this should happen. And she's like, yeah, that's exactly what I have in mind. And even if there was something that I did that she didn't, she wanted to tweak, I had no problem with that because right. Everything was always for the, the right. Yeah, it yeah. never bothered me. I'm like everything is always for the be the better of the show. Because I remember, yeah. I remember you had came you came in during the summer one time when I had done Peter Pan, and we had to go through this whole transition of another choreographer because oh, you came in right. halfway through, and I haven't yeah. told you this story, but we were getting close to just finish it or we weren't really close to finishing the yeah. show but we we don't have that much time in the summer to finish no, the show absolutely and not you came in halfway mm -hmm. and just changed the whole trajectory of it so i i felt the same way too whenever you were working with miss cocker and like everything yep. was so i was always so afraid because i was like <laughs> i don't know who i'm gonna listen to first because they're all going at the same time yeah but. oh yeah ladies and gentlemen i'm mark lopez i'm thomas olette I'm, I'm back i'm back okay yeah he's back i wasn't here but last we're back week. on the power of four podcast thank you so much for listening I'm ready. Let's go. So today's episode is the wonderful, the amazing, the the uh, amazing again. Lost for words. Lost for words. <laughs> Miss Amy. Hi. Miss Amy Wyrock. Yes, right? Wyrock. Hey, yes. Wyrock. When you can roll. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> it's um, you know, it's it's so it's so nice to see you. Thanks. I haven't we haven't worked. I don't know. I haven't worked with you since um. Guys and Dolls. Guys and Dolls. Yeah. Mark hasn't worked with you since Fiddler. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's been a while. Oh, okay. oh, oh yeah. But uh, <laughs> how, have, how have you been doing? How is everything going? Good. Um, busy, busy, busy. Um, I have officially, unfortunately, retired from St. Cloud High School. Uh -huh. No. Sad, I did. Sad face indeed. It uh -huh. is, but my husband has reeled me back in with his uh, middle school, so oh. um, yeah. Crawls so, back uh, in Why don't you explain what it is that you do? Okay, so um, I am I work in um, a department called talent development um, with attractions. So I work at Universal Studios. Um, I kind of fell into the role in a weird kind of way. Um, the guy who used to be my boss saw me at a meeting and liked what he saw because I kind of took control like I always do. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he uh, kind of told me about the job and basically I teach orientations. I um, am in charge of training for uh, the attractions. I'm in charge of different trainers. Um, I have different attractions that I'm in charge of. One that I'm just now uh, in charge of kind of um, not opening up, but like uh, basically in charge of, uh, it's kind of hard to describe, uh, the born Stuntacular that is oh. opening up. Yeah, um, mm. I'm in charge of basically the attractions trainers there, um, going back and forth between um, all my different attractions that I'm in charge of, um, creating all kinds of different things that they need, um, you know, different, uh, uh, gosh, in a nutshell. So, 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 many, <laughs> so many things. It's a lot of things. Um, you know, whatever uh, materials that they need, making sure that all of uh, their, you know, training is up to date. Um, and mostly, a lot of it, what I do now is teaching a lot of orientation classes, which is mm -hmm. where my quote-unquote acting. Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm doing finger quotes, but you can't say acting. Is uh, come into play because it's kind of like a script for it me. It is, yeah. So, I was, um, yeah. I worked at Universal for a short while. You did. I did. I saw her there. Yep. Oh. You were working at you were working at Jimmy Fallon, right? Or mm -hmm. something yeah, like I that. was in. I was doing something for Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, I, I, and I was, yeah. Like, I was like, oh my god. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, oh I, I would say the best. <laughs> oh my god. The best part of working at 
universal in my case was definitely the orientation. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was that was pretty. It's it pretty fun. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It's. Yeah. I also. Oh. 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 I forgot. Fast and Furious. The spieling that they have to do in Fast and Furious. All my venues that I have are spieling venues because they have to follow a script and they have to uh-huh. improvise and things like that. So I'm in charge of basically. I'm the spieling coach for them oh, so um, tell them what's approved and what's not yeah, yeah. pretty much yeah and i have to go in there and observe them a lot and say no and, <laughs> you know, don't do that um so good. yeah so it's kind of fun i have to you know kind of lay the hammer down like you guys know i can do so mm-hmm. and how long have you been working at this job i've been there for three years now three i've been years. with universal for about oh. five yeah. Nice. And what, what's that other thing you like to do? Choreograph. Yes. <laughs> um, I remember, if I, if I can remember correctly, mm-hmm. um, I don't think this was an introduction, but mm-hmm. I do remember knowing about you when mm-hmm. you choreographed Wizard of Oz. Am I correct about that? Yeah, because I, um, it was Cyrus. I had Cyrus mm-hmm. in my cast. Mm-hmm. And it, I was doing shows over at Osceola Arts, mm-hmm. and I was doing doing shows and choreographing shows, and um, your guys' choreographer, I don't even know if that's a word, guys', is, but whatever, <laughs> um, the choreographer that you guys had for Pippin had to drop out for some reason, right. and I don't know how Miss Cochran, Missy, got like my name, but right. like she was kind of, hey, there's a choreographer at Osceola Arts, and you know, tap into her, see if she's you know available, right. and I met with her, and that's kind of how the whole ball got started because I came in and saw one of your rehearsals and I was like, ooh, mm. I like I what wondered, I see. I how, how she found you. So you, you choreographed at Osceola Arts. I choreographed a bunch of shows at Osceola Arts, awesome. yeah. And then, and then so you were, you just, mm-hmm. like yeah. you saw at the high school and did it over there? That's yeah. That's so cool. And what's so strange about that is that <laughs> I almost felt that when you came in to mm-hmm. choreograph for us, it almost like, it, it just felt like it was meant to be. It, because I, I I said this I said this about Miss Combs too. Um, yeah. Just that whole group of the time that we were there, mm-hmm. we were just all blessed because everybody was like, yeah. it, everybody was like perfectly casted in the oh, design yeah. of how the rest of our years yeah. went for yeah. everything, and you were just a perfect fit. You know, yeah, I remember that. Was so yeah. I feel like it, it was. If anything gave, I mean, you know, not to not to you know gas ourselves up, uh-huh. but but if anything gave the the <laughs> Saint Cloud High School Theater Company its edge over anything else was mm-hmm. that like we have phenomenal choreography exactly. phenomenal director mm-hmm. yeah. a phenomenal um or a, a singer what was that orchestration musical director yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was just like yeah i it was it was just awesome and i missed yeah. that i missed that so much and the how process how did yeah. you thomas how did, what, what was the first show that you were introduced to fiddler on the roof, on the roof. and um mm-hmm. i remember uh, miss amy was teaching the bottle dance yeah i i, I tried i could not get it the, <laughs> that was it's not a hard it's not an easy number that's was, a hard thing was, to master it was, it was i because we were supposed to bring water bottles, like plastic water bottles, to mm-hmm. yeah, practice with, mm-hmm. and it was like, <laughs> and it was like, I never brought one, so I, just, I always had to use whatever someone like didn't have, uh-huh. and you know, sometimes it wasn't a good water bottle, it would fall. but you know, regardless, um, it was the I, I felt so bad because I it was. I, I was like, Miss Amy, I can't, I'm sorry. I can't, I'm sorry. You try and try to work with me, but you just, know what? I would rather have somebody be honest with me and say, you know what? I've tried. I can't. Then say, you know what? No, I can do this. I can and get on the stage and completely, mm-hmm. you know, bomb it on stage because you like 
that number is not easy to do. You have to have the right, first of all, you, it's, it's funny, you have to have the right hat on. <laughs> um, and you have to have, your core has to be so tight and so, like your upper body mm. just cannot move. Mm -hmm. Even when you go down onto your knees and you do the whole knee, that, knee slides, that's the hardest that part was, of it. That was the, yeah. the, the kneeling down was where I, I almost always lost it. Yep. What's crazy about that whole thing was I was never scared that I could drop it because I knew I could do it. Mm -hmm. I was just always so scared at just the amount of clothing and the costuming for our show. Oh yeah, was just gonna. Oh yeah, it was snatch. hot. It was hot. <laughs> it was, it was, it was hot. Snatch, you had those prayer and straws. I was so scared. You had everything. Yeah, you mm -hmm. had those. Um, those, those candles. <laughs> I, remember, <laughs> I I remember. I remember. So for the bottle dance, we all had our own partners. And, uh huh. And years apart, we had to face your partner. I am like five ten. You know. Did I, I give my, you a little partner? My partner, oh, no. my partner was Frank. <laughs> oh, no. Frank, Frank is, no way, Frank is this guy who's seven feet tall. He's like seven feet tall. And I just remember, I was just like, oh, man. <laughs> um, well, I, remember, I actually did the show when I was the fiddler in the show. I do remember yeah, that. Yeah, and that was, okay, first of all, that I wanted to audition for the role of the fiddler so bad. And I, when I auditioned for the show, I got cast as a mother. And I was like, okay, I'm fine with that, whatever. <laughs> um, and then our fiddler that we had, she wasn't, she actually knew how to play the violin. Mm -hmm. And she got a better paying gig, totally understandable. And uh, the director came up to me, she was like, we have a very weird question to ask. Please do not be offended by this. And I was like, oh, oh my God, am I getting caught? Like, what, <laughs> oh my God, what did I do? Um, and she said, would you be interested in playing the fit? And she didn't even get the whole word out. And I was like, yes, 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 please. Yeah. I was like, this is the role I wanted to do. I'm like, the whole show, you don't sing a note. You don't, you don't have to say a word. And the whole show kind of revolves around you and Tevia. So I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll be more than happy to. And she's like, well, you're also going to be in the bottle dance too. And I was like, yes. Yeah, that's awesome. So, um, so when I did it, um, I remember for the first time, I, not wearing knee pads, big mistake, my knees were black, it was awful. Oh my God. But it was probably the most fun I had ever had doing a role because it just, it was, the whole show depended on your Tevia and the emotion kind of put forth by all your characters because it's a heavy, heavy show. It's mm -hmm. really heavy. Um, but you have to just have the right gel with all of the, the entire family mm -hmm. and all the townspeople. And we did, and it was awesome. And it was so much fun. And then when I got to choreograph for you guys, I was like, yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes, yes. I can take everything that I learned in that show, you know, and make it my own, which is what I love to do. Um, but really make sure that you guys understand the heaviness of the show, which I think Nina did, a, or Missy yes. did a great job of doing. And she's like, listen, you guys there's no way to, of knowing at the end of the show who lives and who dies. And I think that is the kind of heaviness that is brought onto that show, but it's also just, mm -hmm. it's such a beautiful show and I love it. And I was so happy to be able to do it for you guys. Oh, you and do the bottle dance. You did oh. an amazing job. Yeah. I mean, stinking Russians too, let me tell you. You didn't just do the bottle dance, you did all the choreography. Did everything, yeah. And it was, it, it just it came out amazing. And I mm -hmm. loved Havala, that was my favorite number. Oh my God! Wait, what? Yes, I remember that. Because I, I like, love like, that song. Yes. I love that song so much, and you singing it, Mark. Oh, forget about <laughs> it. it. Just brought me to tears every time. Oh um, but yes, it was just such, it was such a beautiful number, and I love it. And yeah, it was a fun time. Pop quiz, Thomas. What is the greatest city in the world? Detroit. Or Cleveland. Hey, Detroit. that hey. is where Miss Amy That's is where from. I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland so, rocks. Uh, you were born in <clears throat> Cleveland. Yes. Um, how was that for you? Um, it's a very blue collar town. <laughs> um, very blue collar. Um, some of my best friends still live there. Um, it's 
it's it went through a real rough patch mm -hmm. um <laughs> and then um it kind of now there was a like I, that video that you showed me yes. there's something called the flats that i believe is gone it's all kind of they've tried to kind of urbanize it with like mm -hmm. and update it and everything mm -hmm. like that but it's um it's to me the greatest city in the world because the arts scene there is huge um they've got a beautiful three beautiful theaters called the state the ohio and the palace look them up they are absolutely stunning mm -hmm. um gold gold marble um the proscenium's are just gold and beautiful frescoes all over the ceilings and they're very what you would consider very old um old school kind of theaters um lots of uh different uh touring companies that go through there like it's just a huge 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 art scene they had a ballet company um, unfortunately with the economy, it just, it, they had to merge with another, um, the San Jose. So they had to merge with it and then it went, moved completely to San Jose. But now I do believe they're working on getting a ballet company back. I don't know if that's true or not, but, mm -hmm. um, they have one of the most amazing ballet companies, um, which is actually where I studied. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, they were absolutely wonderful. Um, but the art scene there is very, very big. Lots of community theaters there. Um, and lots of, um, like, it's, like I said, if you just have a chance to look up the Palace of the Ohio and the State Theater, you're just going to go, like, I, we have to go there. We have mm -hmm. to see a show here because they're just beautiful. Red crushed red velvet seats and red carpets everywhere and just absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I do believe that they um, they modernize it a little bit. We're in the middle. It's called Playhouse Square. And in the middle of it, they have this huge chandelier in the middle of the street. And it's they kind of made it look a little bit more bougie than mm. I remember <laughs> it. Um, but, yeah, it's beautiful. And I, I, I really do – I miss that a lot because I miss the old – the old theaters that you actually used to see the shows in, so it was mm -hmm. just oh, it was gorgeous. I loved yeah. it. And so that's how you got your 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 intro to to choreography and dancing mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yep. What was the what was the thing that, that threw you in there? What was your, what was the hook? <laughs> Oddly enough, um, when I was a kid, I had scoliosis, and oh the doctor told my mom. Um, if you want her back to continue to, if you want to strengthen her back and stop it from curving anymore, put her in either. Uh, ballet or gymnastics. So my mom asked me what I wanted to do, and of course, every girl in their little wants to be a ballerina, yes. of course. So I was like, ooh, 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 ballet. So she put me in it. My dance teacher, my ballet teacher, was this old woman who she was Russian, and she had the staff my. that she carried with her. Yeah, that's and like from the movies. It is. Movie, it is. Yeah. And she was hysterical, and I loved her so much. Um, and my mom, I remember her coming and watching a. Um, uh, a class and she was like this do you want to stay with this because this lady seems really mean and I was like yes 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 and it taught me all the discipline that I have it taught me you know literally my childhood was formed by this woman um so I started I was at the first place I was at for oh god I want to say probably two or three years before I decided to go to Cleveland Dance Academy very mm -hmm. ballet based where there, that was like the main focus of everything. Mm -hmm. And then um, I remember at one point I tried cheerleading mm -hmm. and my ballet teacher was like, mm -mm, nope, nope. Either you stick with cheerleading or you stick with dancing. Mm. You can't do both. Because it was starting, the, the sharpness of cheerleading was starting to affect my, the way I moved in class, the fluidity mm -hmm. of ballet and how graceful you have to be. It was starting mm -hmm. to affect it. And she was like, mm, take, take your pick. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna stick with ballet. Um, and then I was there for probably, <clears throat> Actually, I think I was there. I still continued to study there while I went to Cleveland 
uh, ballet. Mm -hmm. And I went to the Cleveland Ballet when I was a teenager, or just starting to be, I think I was like 13 or 14. And I started there as well. So I kind of went both places because I kind of understood at an early age that the more instruction you got, the better. Mm -hmm. Because the more people you learn from, and the more different styles you got used to, the better off your technique would be. Um, because if you only got used to one person and only studying one style, right. it you know then when you got into other situations where you had to learn from other people, you'd be in in hot water because you just you couldn't grasp their their way of right. teaching or their right. you know their because everybody has their own style. And um, so I had two teachers at Cleveland Dance Academy, and then I had my teachers at Cleveland uh, Ballet. Mm -hmm. So I, the more I, the more I basically, the more teachers I had, the better for me. Mm -hmm. um, and then I decided to kind of also go into jazz as well, and that was probably one of the best things I ever did for myself because then again, that's another style that I learned because I was so technically focused on ballet that I was I wasn't broadening my horizons. I wasn't mm -hmm. broadening my scope. So I started to do um, jazz and then I also, when I went to college, started going more into modern as well, mm -hmm. which was probably, again, one of the best things I could have done for myself. Mm -hmm. So the more, um, the more styles I got used to, the better off I felt like I could be as far as, you know, kind of widening my range and, right. you know, being used to different styles is, is always, you know, for me, that's the one thing I tell everybody. But the more teachers you can learn from, the better. So that's that's why I decided to go, um, not just focus on Cleveland Ballet, but I decided to try to do both places at once, so that I could, you know, probably, you know, like I said, broaden my scope on it. Uh -huh. well, what's your favorite style to dance to? It's always been ballet. Uh -huh. It always has. Uh -huh. um, you, I'm sure you guys have seen like when I teach, um, I always talk about the string on top of the head that you pull it up and that right. kind of helps, you know, lift everything up. Um, and uh, that's kind of where your, your core, where you learn how to, how to strengthen your core, where you learn how to place your body and hold your body in the different placements and the different, um, uh, you know, the different body placements, the arm placements, the feet placement, that's where you learn everything. Mm -hmm. And um, I always tell anybody that says, well, what should I do? How should I start? I say, I always tell them, start ballet first. Doesn't You don't have to master it, but you have to learn the different um, intricacies of body placement and how to hold your head, how to hold your hands, how to hold your arms, how to, you remember how I always used to tell you guys, um, raising your arms by by using your back muscles instead of your arms. Mm. Um, that's where you learn all that, and that's where the um, that's where I think the base for everything really does need to start. When anybody that's looking into kind of branching out into dance, do ballet and learn it. You don't have to master it, but you have to learn it at some point because that's where everything is based off of, mm -hmm. and that's what I learned. So, were you, were you planning on dancing professionally? Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yep. Oh, did you dance professionally? Um, for Disney, yeah. Um, kind of. <laughs> so did you work in like the shows and everything? I did. Um, I wasn't an equity dancer, but I um, all of the um, shows that I did, I did like the Hunchback of Notre Dame show. Mm. Um, I did all the parades. Everything I did was dance, some kind of dance that um, was kind of incorporated into it. So mm. it was fun times. I loved awesome. working for Disney. I'm going to go. It was awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But I know she was explaining to me too uh, that dance is just, it's been your life. Um, oh, from yeah. From the beginning. Mm-hmm. Can you, because uh, I've been thinking about this too just very mm -hmm. recently because I never even thought about it, um, which is fascinating to me. Can you explain how important is 
the actual structure when it comes to learning ballet from a young age. Sure, yeah. And just how important your the structure in your bones and your muscles have to adapt mm -hmm. into learning that technique <clears throat> and really just because they essentially uh, they they start very very early oh like yeah kids yep. and boys and, and girls start yep. at early so why is that so important at a young age it teaches you the discipline that you need to if you want to further your career because it's very easy to say well i can't do that or this person's better than me or you know it, it, it's it's just so easy to get into that mindset especially now when you see dancers who are you know there's a physicality in dancing now that was not there when I learned it like there's I, I watch you know so many Broadway shows and I watch um, you know things like so you think you can dance and all that kind of stuff and there's just a physicality that is there now that wasn't there like the flips and the you know mm. all that stuff that they're doing now and all of the you know all like everybody knows how to do a back handspring that wasn't the case when I was mm. dancing you know I am a little on the older side so yeah. <laughs> um, that wasn't the case you know you had to focus on um, you know, just making sure that your core was was strong and that's what ballet teaches you it teaches you how to you know your proper body placement you know how to really use not just your arms and your legs to do everything but you have to learn how to really have that center of gravity and where to place that center of gravity before you do anything else right. and um and again the discipline that you learn if you're serious about it and it's something that you want to do um, and you go to the right schools the discipline that ballet teaches you is something that you stick with for your entire life. The pride that you have in your body, how to take care of your body. Your body is, this is all you get. Mm -hmm. And in ballet, you have to take care of it. You cannot, you know, just, you have to learn how to properly warm up your body. You have to learn how to properly take care of it. Because if, if this is what you want to pursue, one injury can derail your entire career. Mm. Um, and so you have to learn how to really you know, keep all of that strong. You know, you have to learn what to eat, when to eat. Um, you can, you'll see a lot of ballerinas talk about the proper uh, meals that they eat and when they eat it during the day, if they have a performance that night or that afternoon. Um, because you have to learn how to, you know, how to eat properly in order to have the proper energy yes, and how uh, to have mm -hmm. all of that, you know, kind of, um, like how to, how to basically have that energy expanded into your performance so that is i think the biggest thing to me is when people are you know talking about well i don't like ballet well you gotta figure it out and you gotta figure out how to like it because yes it is it's very hard it's not easy um and there's a reason why um when i was in college um we would have football players come and take a class at least once every couple of months with us hmm. because it and i remember the very first time they ever came in they were like, oh, this is going to be so, and they were all trying to hit on us and, you know, whatever. It was like, we were like, okay, back up. But they were like, this is going to be so easy. And by the end of the class, there were heaps of just sweaty messes on the floor because they just couldn't figure out, like, how to how to do what we were doing. And, of course, we're like, see you later next week, boys. Like, you know, just walking away. Um, and that's the reason why... Um, I feel like ballet is really the center of everything. If they can have football players come in and take classes to learn how to, you know, properly align your center and how to align your body, um, then anybody can. You know what I mean? Um, and I remember, uh, I had an uh, when I taught ballet, I had an adult ballet class, and women would come in and just say, "Well, I just want to use this to kind of, you know, um, keep myself in shape." 
It's a wonderful way, like an adult ballet class, um, very basic is a wonderful way to keep in shape too, because again, you have to tighten certain muscles and you have to keep your core so, um, so tight and so in shape that, because if you don't, the rest of it, it doesn't work. You know, right. especially if it's something that you want to really pursue. If you don't learn how to harness that core and how to harness that energy into keeping your core strong, it's not going to work, and your mm. your career is not going to be as long as you would like it to be. It's incredibly demanding. It is. It sounds, you know. It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. And if it's something that you are serious about and you want to pursue, um, being there's a reason why ballerinas their careers don't la last long past 30 or maybe 35 if they're lucky, um, because it's so strenuous and it's so demanding. And not only that, it's the it's the mental. Um, the mental toll it takes on you because it's very cutthroat. It's very physically demanding. It's very, you know, there's so much emotion that you have to put into a performance. Um, because I don't know if you've ever seen dancers that I have like that call what I, or that have what I call basically dead face. It's, it's, it's boring. Every dancer that I've ever seen, if you watch them, there is this emotional connection that they mm -hmm. have to the piece that they're doing. And there's this emotional connection that they have to their partners that you have to have. It's not just something that you can just slap a smile on and do whatever you want. It, that's not how it works. come from Cleveland to um, to Florida so um, oddly enough I came down because my brother um, was going through a rough time mm -hmm. and I um, was just basically like okay you know what my brother needs me um, we had been a Disney family my entire life mm -hmm. um, we all loved Disney and I was like you know what he lives in Florida he works for Disney I can give it a try so I came down here with literally nothing. Like I just packed my suitcases and moved down. Um, I didn't have a job or anything like that. And I was lucky enough to audition for Disney. You know, I got, I got the job, which is really, really nice. <laughs> um, and that's basically how I started down here. I, it was just kind of a whim move. Mm -hmm. um, I basically left everything that I knew in Cleveland and came down here just because I was like, you know what? Eventually, I was thinking about doing it anyways. This is just a push that I need. My brother mm. needs me. Mm. I'm coming down. Um, so I came down, like I said, got the job, and I worked for Disney um, in entertainment for about five and a half years. So um, before my body kind of gave out. <laughs> and I suffered some pretty serious injuries, unfortunately. Mm. Um, yeah, not good. Um, but I was in the middle of a parade and I went to do a bow down and I went to come back up and I felt a snap. And my hamstring on my right side basically almost split completely in half. Not fun for anybody. And then me like an idiot, I just kept dancing on oh, it. Oh no. Yep, yep, because I was like, no, 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 I'll be fine, I'll be fine, I'll be fine. And I wasn't. And that unfortunately kind of derailed my whole um, career as far as dancing professionally. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, well, like you said too, like just that one, that one little moment, and again, it happens to it happens to so many people. You have that one moment, mm -hmm. and you think you're tougher than you are, and you don't take the time you need for to recover for something, right. and it just kind of. Well, is there everything. any kind of protocol for when that happens during a parade? Is it like if is it if you get hurt? Yeah. Just does somebody um, come pick it, you up? It depends on what happens. Um, I 
when I came back up from the bow that I was doing, um, I just remember kind of limping and just, I just kept, it was toward the end of the parade, thank goodness, but um, I just kept doing it. And then I told my boss what happened. They actually sent me to physical therapy, which was really nice on the company's dime, which, hey. you know, mm -hmm. can't really, can't really blame that. Um, and uh, it just never, it never healed the same. Oh. So, um, and it, to this day, and that was, gosh, probably 18 years ago. And it's still to this day, it just didn't heal right because I didn't give it the time it needed, which is again, always, if you're injured, give your body the time it needs to heal. Right. Um, and I, I didn't, and it is something that still bothers me to this day. Um, mm. And it's part of the reason why I was like, you know what? I don't think I can do this anymore. <laughs> so, um, but I had a really great Disney career. You know, I got to do a lot of cool things. I got to do amazing things that I never thought I would be able to do. I got to do the Philadelphia Thanksgiving Day Parade. I got to go to Winnipeg. I got to go. I got to do. Um, a, I got to do a Visa commercial. I got to do um, shows for Japanese television. I got to do mm. a Canadian movie with Colin Mockery. Like I got to do all kinds of really cool stuff. So in my short career that I had there. Um, I really got to do a lot of amazing things. And of course I met my wonderful husband as yeah, well. Yeah. How'd you meet him? <laughs> we were doing a show. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the chorus encore that is out of Disney. Um, uh, the, the, the sh the they do shows. They, they started off as a choir, then they started doing shows and they oh, finished, okay. yeah. Um, but it started off as a teeny little choir and, and a, sh a song and dance show called Curtains Up. And uh, it was like, I think I got probably maybe 30, 30 singers and maybe 14 or 15 dancers. Uh -huh. And basically two of my friends, um, Clay Price, who is, he's got a great career with Disney now, and Gene Bastrak, who also has a great career with Disney now, um, they decided to put on a little show to sh kind of showcase that people in entertainment um, and people in the character department could merge and do this awesome show. And we have, there was a lot of talent there to pull from. Um, so they decided to do this little show. And uh, there was this guy that everybody was talking about that had this great voice. And I was like, okay, we'll see. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, cause I was just dancing in it. And I went in to go see some of my friends who were singing um, when we were all on a break cause we were in separate rehearsal rooms. And I saw this guy sitting there and I was like, okay, who's that? Well, he's cute. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's that guy that everybody keeps talking about that has a great voice. And I was like, well, okay, well he's cute. So let's see how he sings. <laughs> And then he sang Why God from Miss Saigon. And I, um, yep, I went around to every girl in that cast and I said, Dibs, you touch him, you die. And uh, 18 oh years later, uh, we're oh still God. together. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, and he's he's got, I mean, it, he's got a really cool career too, so. Did, did he ask you out or did you ask him out? So, <laughs> so embarrassing. I went to Clay, who was the music director, and I was like, hey, if you can put in a good word for me with that guy, you know what, I'd appreciate it. And unbeknownst to me, he went to Gene, who was a choreographer, and did the same thing. And he said, hey, if you can put in a good word for me with that girl, <laughs> I'd appreciate it. So oh we God. just, we, and yeah, and we, we were leaving um, at the same time, and we just started talking, and yeah, and the rest Love is it. history. Something's never changed. So from yeah. this person to this person to get to this person. Pretty much, yeah. Hey, put in a good word. And he's right. like, hey, put in a good word. And we're both like, oh, right. we're nerds. So, so, so this was all, all these uh, things that you did, um, mm -hmm. this was all happening in between that. And was, did you meet after all this was happening, or just in between? It actually, uh, I met Scott before um, I got injured and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it oh, okay. was, yeah, it... I think it probably I want to say maybe 
three or four months after I met Scott is when I got injured. But mm. I kept going with it, and I stayed with Disney for another couple of years, and then I just I couldn't do it anymore. My body mm. was just like, mm -mm, we're kind of we're kind of done with this. And I also have horrendous knees. You guys remember you. Uh, Every time I walk, they pop. Yes. <laughs> so I have horrendous knees to begin with, and right. I just kind of was getting to the point where my body was just like, we're, we're kind of getting done with mm. this, so. So then I guess, where was your mind after? Like, where where's your mind then? Like, where was it going? It, I went through kind of a state of depression when I stopped performing because it was everything that I had known. I didn't know anything else besides that. and. Um, I knew that it had to happen, unfortunately. I knew that my body was just, it, it couldn't do it anymore. And I tried to live in a state of denial for a little while, and then I would come home and just, in agony, just cry because my body hurt so much. And um, mm -hmm. it was kind of then when I was, after like, I wanna say probably two, maybe a year and a half or two years after the injury, I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. Um, and again, it was, I had, I had to battle myself with no you can keep doing it just scale it back and then I realized if I scale it back there's no way that I can scale it back I just I'm not the kind of person mm -hmm. that can give a half a half performance I can't do it it's impossible because um, uh, I mean if it, whatever show I'm doing even if I'm in the background I, I, I can't just do a 50% mm -hmm. performance not not, not possible um, and because that's what that wasn't how I was taught and that wasn't how I was brought up in the culture that I was brought up in right long long mm -hmm. term or like mm -hmm. really like long durations of, mm -hmm. of performances mm -hmm. I understand completely. yeah yeah and, and and I just know that like all I could I kept thinking of was all my teachers if they ever came to see me would they be disappointed because mm -hmm. I didn't give 110 percent and I knew that um, my body just I couldn't do it anymore unfortunately mm -hmm. so I took a step back um, I went to school for massage therapy, did that for eight years, hated every second of it, <laughs> hated every single second of it. But while I was doing that, I was also uh, performing as well. Mm -hmm. um, I took a little bit, a brief hiatus from it. And then I was like, you know what? No, I, it's in your blood. You right. can't, you can't just quit cold turkey like that. And I was like, you know what? I'll, you know, do my best to kind of pick and choose what I want to do. Um, I was lucky enough to be able to do that and still have a career that supported me. And, you know, I had a husband that, you know, was, was very, very supportive mm -hmm. in everything that I decided to do. Um, but I was, I think I gave myself maybe a year and I was mm -hmm. like, nope, I can't. I, 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 it's, I, I missed it too much. And that's when I started doing shows at Osceola and a couple of other places as well. So, right. so about a couple of years, I know ending middle school i think for the both of us around that time um there's this little place we have that mm -hmm. we haven't introduced yet in the show called osceola center for the arts mm -hmm. that's what it was called back then mm -hmm. um and uh that's where like you said mm -hmm. um you started dancing again yep um and um you immediately started choreographing for shows no it it kind of came <laughs> i'm i always tend to find myself in the right place at the right time. <laughs> um, my husband actually um, got a job as the community choir director there. Mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, you know, he's like, I know that you've really been missing performing. They're actually doing the music, man. Do you want to do you want to do it? And I was like, um, OK, sure. Yeah, why not? And I was I joined the cast. They had already cast the show. And they were like, yeah, we could use a few more people. And my, my husband was like, well, my wife is kind of looking in, you know, to, and they're like, yeah, bring her in. And that started this whole juggernaut of me doing like 
so many sh I lost count how many shows I did there which is awesome and it actually was able I was able to kind of you know branch out and do you know a few other things um, through all the connections that I've made there which is wonderful um, but uh, I started off doing um, the music man there I think it was 2007 I think maybe uh -huh. or 2008 I can't remember um, and it just kind of snowballed from there and then um, I remember we were doing Hello Dolly and I was Ermengarde and I gave myself a headache oh every gosh. night with all the screaming and crying that I had to do <sighs> in that role. Um, but I knew the next show that we were going to be doing was Chicago and I, they had a choreographer set up. The director was like, are you, you're auditioning because it was the same director as Hello Dolly and he's like, you're, you're auditioning for it, right? I was like, heck yes I am. Are you kidding me? That's like one of my dream shows. Mm -hmm. And at the very last minute, the, the choreographer bowed out and um, when we were doing Hello Dolly, um, they were having some, I can't remember exactly what happened, but they needed other numbers choreographed. And they were, one of them being the waiter's gallop, the, whole, the big waiter number that they have in the Harmonia Gardens restaurant. And the director was like, do you want to take a, a crack at maybe choreographing this? And I was like, um, sure. Why not? And then I started listening to it and I was like, this number is like 37 minutes long. Oh my God. Like it is never ending. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it. No problem. And I did it and I had so much fun. And then in the middle of our run for Hello Dolly, the choreographer for Chicago ended up bailing. I don't know what happened. I think he got another job or something like that. And so the director was like, hey, do you want to choreograph Chicago? And I was like, you, are you kidding me? <laughs> like this show, like, okay, first of all, <laughs> this show is a huge show. It is, it's massive. And it talk about one of the most stylized shows um, because you have the great Bob Fosse. All right. So I was like, you know what? Yes, I'm going to do it. And I remember going back and forth and going, no, no, I can't do this. Yes, yes, no, no. <laughs> and some of my friends were actually the ones who pushed me to really go for it. They're like, you, you can do this. You, we know you can do this. And I was like, all right, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> and I did it. And I had probably the best time. It was the most stressful time, but probably the best time that I had ever had doing a show. And mm -hmm. that kind of started the whole snowball of me, you know, whatever they needed. Hey, do you want to choreograph this show? Do you want to choreograph this show? You, we were doing summer camp. Do you want to be part of summer camp? Like all that kind of stuff. I was like, yeah, 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 I'll do everything. Um, and uh, so that kind of started the whole thing. I Again, I was in the right place at the right time. Yeah. And um, that, you know, that kind of started my whole career and that started my whole realizing that I really, yes, I love performing, but I loved creating. And yeah. I loved being on that side of it as well because as I was getting older, again, you know, you get start to get older and you start to go, okay, I can't play these roles that I would like to play anymore. Um, and my body can't do what it used to do. Now I can just take a step back. I can tell everybody what I want them to do and then I can just watch and that's great. Right. Um, and so that kind of, um, I started, you know, kind of tapering off on doing the shows and more being behind the scenes, which is what I really like. I, I do miss performing a little bit, I'm not gonna lie, but I really love the creative process and I love right. you know standing sitting in my garage with my mirrors and my dog watching me um, and just you know just coming up with all of this stuff and coming up with you know what if they did this here maybe it'll work maybe it won't and then seeing that moment where you know let's let's try this guys let's see if it works and it works oh, there's nothing better than that to me there's nothing better than that and seeing performers 
push themselves in a way that they didn't even think possible and seeing your vision that you had for it in your head completely come to life and you know you're there to breathe it but they're there to kind of make it happen and make it you know really you know flourish and that is the best part of it to me the mm -hmm. best part Pippin, mm -hmm. Young Frankenstein, yep. Christmas Carol, yep. Sweeney Todd, a yep. little bit of You Can't Take It With You and Mad Woman of Shio, Guys and Dolls, and The Wiz. The Wiz so was my last one, yeah. And that was your favorite one. That was my you, favorite you, one. Your favorite, yeah. And can I say, even though we weren't around mm -hmm. when you did that, mm -hmm. that was amazing to watch. That one, that one was probably, like, I, that one and West Side Story were probably my two hardest ones that I've ever done. Um, only because, I mean, West Side Story, it's iconic, and I had to, the director, this was at Osceola Arts, the director, my, wonder, my wonderful, wonderful friend Jessica, did not want any of the original choreography. And I was like, wait, wow. what? <laughs> and I, yeah, and I studied that show, like I, I used to do that show in my living room um, when I was a kid, so I knew the choreography backwards and forwards, and she was like, no, I don't want, I want all original choreography, and I was like, oh, okay. And I did it, it was my white whale. I conquered it. I have a logo tattooed on my body. There you go. Um, awesome. But that one and then The Wiz because I love The Wiz so much. And you guys know how much I love. Like, I can't, I still to this day can't listen to Brand New Day without tearing up because that's still to this day one of my favorite numbers. And um, when uh, Miss Cochran told us that, yeah, we're going to do The Wiz, I was like, <gasps> okay. And I remember listening to everything and listening to all the numbers and being like, okay, I can do this here and I can do this here. Um, and the good thing about the relationship I had with Miss Cochran is we were always on the same level. Um, I agree. Yeah, yeah, and it was weird. And we just had that. And like, she's like, well, what do you have in mind for this? And I would say, well, I kind of think like this should happen. And she's like, yeah, that's exactly what I have in mind. And even if there was something that I did that she didn't, she wanted to tweak, I had no problem with that. because. Right. Everything was always for the, the right. Yeah, it yeah. never bothered me. I'm like everything is always for the be the better of the show. Because I remember, yeah. I remember you had came you came in during the summer one time when I had done Peter Pan, and we had to go through this whole transition of another choreographer because oh, you came in right. halfway through, and I haven't yeah. told you this story, but we were getting close to just finish it, or we're, we weren't really close to finishing the yeah. show, but we we don't have that much time in the summer to finish no, a show. Oh, absolutely and not. You came in halfway mm -hmm. and just changed the whole trajectory of it. So I I felt the same way too whenever you were working with Miss Cochran, like everything yep. was so, I was always so afraid because I was like, <laughs> I don't know who I'm going to listen to first because they're all going at the same time. Yeah, but. oh yeah. Well, that's the thing too, like um, I, I, God, I forgot about Peter Pan, I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. um, I remember coming into a rehearsal and the way that I work is I don't like wasting time. Right, right. I don't like wasting time. So I have the idea of what I want in my head. I have everything written down. You all know I always have like right. have my Correct. my notebook in front of me because I have everything written down and doesn't make sense to anybody else but me. Um, and I remember coming in into the rehearsal and watching the choreographer and they were on, I think you guys were on day three or four of the same number and I was in the back <laughs> like, oh my God, like you're Just wasting so for much. hours. Yes, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, and the person that they brought in just really didn't have a vision of what she wanted and mm -hmm. let's try this no that doesn't work okay let's try this no that and I was like and, and everybody works at a different pace and everybody has their own creative processes and that you know that is perfectly fine but I remember watching this and going we don't have a lot of time I think the mm -hmm. show opens in like two weeks right. and you've got like two, one and a half numbers down and there's like five more that you got to finish and so they the director came to me and he's like will you would you be willing to step in tweak what she has and finish the show. And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Mm -hmm. And I did, and I mean, I, I was pretty proud of, of the, <laughs> the final product, but um, 
And I think that is kind of what led into me being with you guys at St. Cloud High School. Mm. Um, and like, I was kind of known for like, Ashley yeah, can come in and fix it. And I'm like, okay, that's, I mean, if that's my reputation, I'm fine with it, you know, whatever. And same thing with you guys, with Pippin, your, your choreographer had to bow out. And um, they're like, Just whoa. Right, yeah. right place, right time. Hey, we have somebody for you. We know, who, <laughs> yeah. we know somebody that can come in and fix it. Mm -hmm. And I did. And that's kind of what started the whole relationship with, with Nina and with you guys. And, you know, I, I miss it terribly, but, mm -hmm. you know. We do too. Oh my God! But I absolutely miss it. I know the one thing we'll take away from what you've learned from us, what you've taught us mm -hmm. is um, what we admire about you is you just did such a good job with you either tall as Frank or as short <laughs> as me and Thomas. You made everyone look so good, Aww. regardless if they had no experience at all. Thank you. And that was the best because every show felt like everybody was just having a good it, time. It, yeah. That's all that really mattered. It, you know, was everybody. See, that's was what I want. Fun. I want so everybody like, to have I, fun. I've seen other. And you know, I don't want to. Because Miss Cochran doesn't. She's not the director at St. Cloud anymore. Mm. And, I mean, you don't, you're not doing the choreography mm. over there anymore. I don't want to say our stuff is way better than theirs, but <laughs> it's just like you know, it's a it's a it's, it's a new different. atmosphere. It's different. It's different. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. and it's like, yeah. man, I I miss that feeling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, it, it's almost weird to say, but it kind of felt that whenever we were doing it, things felt traditional. Mm -hmm. Just it, I feel like there's a whole mm -hmm. new phase of new stuff, especially in the arts department. Oh, sure, yeah. Growing and changing. Yeah. It was just like there's everything, something. Everything was so connected. Was, yeah. Was, was, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Cochran was the was the theater guy. Mm -hmm. Miss Cochran was the director. Mm -hmm. You know, she, everyone was talking to everybody. Yeah. Miss Combs, you. Everyone was. Everyone was all together. Yeah. And mm -hmm. and same thing with the with the orchestra. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Nagel. Mm -hmm. Everyone was was just worked so hard and all the people in the cast you know, oh, yeah. were so committed yeah. to everything. It yeah. was easy. It was just very, it was yeah. a very easy working, but which again is not always the case. Um, right. Cause I've been with other directors where it's just like, it's like fighting tooth and nail to get what you want. Um, and that was never the case. Mm -hmm. And that's a, that's a rare thing and that's a lovely thing. And that is just a, something that I still to this day, part of the reason why when um, Nina, or sorry, Missy, um, mm -hmm. Miss Cochran retired, I was just like, you know what? I don't think I can do this with anybody mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. And the, the director at St. Cloud now, he's wonderful. Right. He's amazing. Correct. And he's doing incredible stuff with them. Um, but I just knew that I was like, you know, I, I, I just, I had that connection with Miss Cochran and I just didn't want anything to sour that. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, leaving on a high note, I was like, you know what? Exactly, yeah. You know, you left is... on your own terms too. Exactly, yeah. And and um, the the new uh, uh, theater director, he was like, hey, we're the show that we're doing, they were, they're doing Newsies now. And he's like, right. we're doing Newsies, you want it? And I was like, oh! No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? And it was so hard for me to say no, because y'all know that I love that show too. Uh, um, but I was just like, oh, I'm like, you know what? No, I, I don't want anything, you know, I, I need I need time to myself. Right. And that, again, is a huge show. Like, you want to talk about one of the biggest shows, like, mm. dance-wise. I, I just knew that, you know what? I, I really am relishing my time now with, you know, being able to sit back with my husband and not have to rush off to rehearsal right. or choreograph, you know, and, you know, come up with stuff. And, you know, I, I, it was, it was time for me to step back, you know, and, 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 you know, focus on myself now. So 
But then again, like I said, my husband had to reel me back in mm -hmm. with his kids at Den John Middle School. So I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> well, there's definitely, there should be a plaque of every single one of you guys because you guys Aww. changed it for all of us. It was, so, it was awesome. And the one thing that I loved about Nina, she brought in, she wasn't afraid to bring in other people for you guys to learn from. Mm -hmm. And right. I, that all, I always admired that so much about her. She would always bring in other people for you guys to, to learn different styles from. And I think that is so important because if you're only used to one person exactly. and that's something that you want to pursue, you get to New York and you're like, what? And it's like, a, it's like a total slap in the face because things move so fast, auditions move fast, and you really have to get used to, you know, adapting to whatever style the person you're in the room with has. And that's one thing that I think Nina really, or I'm sorry, I keep calling Nina, Missy um, really, really had with you guys. And that's one thing that I always encourage. Uh, everybody that I know that wants to get into performing, learn from as many people as you can. Like, because in the end, that will do nothing but help you. If this is something you want to pursue, learn from as many people as you can. The biggest thing that I think I've learned in, you know, the experiences that I've had, um, anybody that is trying to, you know, come up is you have to be thick-skinned and you have to be brave. I think that is the biggest word for me is you have to be brave in anything that you do. It doesn't matter what your, you know, it doesn't always just, you know, pertain to theater. Whatever you want to do, you have to be brave and you have to add a little bit of beauty to the world, I think, um, no matter what it is in everything that you do. That's what I try to do. Um, through beauty, I, I think that everybody that I've come in contact with, um, whether it's dance or theater or, you know, it doesn't matter what it is, add a little bit of beauty to the world and don't be afraid to be that, you know, take that step and you have to be brave. You really, really do because it doesn't matter where your career takes you. If you just kind of sit back and settle and say, you know what, I'm comfortable. Your life's, it's gonna be a little boring. And if that's what you want, great. But you always have to be afraid or not, I'm sorry, not afraid to take that step and be brave and push yourself. And it doesn't matter if it's in theater, doesn't matter if it's in, I don't know, car mechanics or whatever it is that you wanna do, you have to be brave. And I think that is my biggest word is just that you really, really, really have to take that moment, take a deep breath, take that step and not be afraid to fail. You know, cause every, I failed many times in my life. My husband has, my friends have, we've all failed but you can't let that define you. You have to be brave, you have to take another step. And if something that you do doesn't work, you have to take another step and you have to be brave in everything that you do. And again, I always try to look for the beauty in things. Sometimes you can find it, sometimes you can't, but don't never be afraid to add that little bit of beauty to the world that you think you have. And it doesn't matter what it's in, if it's in theater, if it's in ballet, if it's in uh, painting, if it's in, you know, uh, you know, some kind of creative outlet that you have. Make, just, just make it happen. Don't be afraid, you know, um, whether it's, you know, doing a podcast or writing a book or anything, don't be afraid. It, it, it is always going to be a little scary, but 
if we all lived our lives in this kind of cloak of fear, nothing would ever happen. We wouldn't have these amazing performances and we wouldn't have these shows and we wouldn't have these, you know, people who are taking a stand and take, you know, stepping on a, a soapbox. It's never easy, but you can't be afraid. You have to be able to take that first step and you just have to be brave. And I think that's my biggest thing that I would tell anyone. It doesn't matter how old you are, everybody has that chance to take that step and do something and not be afraid to, you know, kind of expand your horizons and just be brave. I'm Amy Wyrock, and this is The Power of Four.